Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, February 1st of 2023. And I have another powerful prophetic word to give to you today. And it's called, I am cleaning out the government in DC. I heard this prophetic word on January 21st of 2023 in Nashville on the stage where I was at in the Reawaken America tour. Now, I'm actually going to show you the video of that prophetic word live on stage. I want to make sure that you get it. And then, of course, I'll go over whatever the Lord wants me to go over. And then I'll go back over the word again. I'm just going to do something a little bit different so you could actually see the prophecy being given in real time. Before I get to that, if you do have any prayer requests or praise reports, please go to our website at JGM International. Org under our contact page, or you can write us at Julie Green Ministries International. It is 4620 East 53rd Street, Suite 200, Davenport, Iowa 52807. Don't forget today's live show with Pastor David Scarlett with Take Five and His Glory that it's 11 o'clock Central Time. I will have all that information in the link in the description box for you. Then tomorrow's live show will be with General Michael Flynn and Clay Clark on this Rumble channel, and that will be at 10 o'clock Central Time. So I hope you can join those live shows. I know I'm looking forward to them. That is for sure. Now, that's all the announcements I have for today. And now I'm going to share the screen and do the prophetic word on stage. I'm doing, again, I'm doing a little bit differently this time. So when I do them on stages like this, I'm actually going to try to do this so you can actually see it and how the Lord was saying it. And it's more powerful, I think, than me reading it sometimes. So um, I'm going to share my screen and uh, hopefully the the volume will work for you. And uh, I'm going to play it for you and then I'll be back on. Children of Almighty God, I have not, and I will not ever forsake you. I know that times have been tough, and I know things look rough right now, but I promise you that there is a light at the end of this darkness. I am that light. I am the way. I am the truth, and I am life. It looks like your nation is dying. And it looks like all the sacrifices for all the men and women who've served. It looks like it was for nothing. But I promise you it's not for nothing. I promise you at the other side of this darkness, at the other side of this test and trial, at the other side of this, I promise you there's deliverance. There is freedom, and there is a new nation, a nation that so many people have prayed for, a nation that the world is standing for. This nation is my nation. The United States of America is my eagle, and I will not let it fall 
I am doing things that you don't know. And this is where my children need to walk by faith and not by sight. When I heard the cries of my people in the land of Egypt, I have heard more of my people cry now. The blood of so many men and women cry out to me. That blood is asking me to avenge you. It's asking for deliverance and it's asking for justice. And I promise you that I am the God of justice. I know that many things have failed you. Men have failed you. Your court system has failed you. Your election system looks like it failed. But I won't fail. I will come when you least expect it. I will come in the midst of great sorrow. I will come in a way you didn't ask. Because I am that way. The way I'm going to do it is so much better. And it's so much more of a celebration that it will bring. No man will get credit for what I'm about to do. But I promise you what I am going to do is I am going to clean out that government that's in D.C. I am going to remove those people. I will remove them with my hand. I will remove the ones who betrayed you. I will remove the ones who have stolen from you. I will remove the ones who have killed you because I am the judge over all this earth. I take down them and I will bring up the ones that I have handpicked for this very time. So my children get ready because there is a shaking going on. But with that shaking, there is a deliverance. With that shaking, you will see me. You will see the great I am. You will see your Red Sea moments. You will see things that you will not be able to believe your eyes. I have saved... I have saved, I have saved. My son came and he saved. He saved. I am that same God. Even though religion will tell you that I'm not. So many people will tell you that I have just left you to be but I am not that God. I have exposed your CIA. I have exposed your FBI. I am exposing the NSA. I am exposing all in DC. What you've seen is just a little bit about what I'm about to do. The documents that will come the videos that will come, you will not be denied, but they will be denied. To overtake you, to keep you where they want you. I know it's hard for people to believe in these words right now because of the harshness. The children of Israel 
It was hard for them to believe that I was going to save them. And they could not have thought the way I was going to do it. And I promise you that what I'm about to do for you, saith the Lord, is so much better. It is so much greater because I'm not just saving this nation. I am saving the nations of this world. But I am starting with my light. This country is the light and the beacon in this world. And it will shine. There's been people that have been trying to smother it out. And they tried really hard. They did everything they could. But you have me in you. And they can't take that light out. So my children, stand up today and receive what I'm about to do. Because the people that you see, I am taking the roof off. And I am going to expose those traitors. I'm going to expose the treasonous acts. I will expose everything that they have done to you. And you will see justice being served. It will be. Just like my children in the Egypt saw. They saw. My children, when they were in Egypt and they were freed from it. But they saw the justice. They saw what I did for them. They saw my judgment on their enemy. And you are about to see what I'm about to do. So get ready. Get ready. Get ready for me. Get ready for me. Because you are about to see the great I am. Move my hand. I will move it in a way that no eye has ever seen and no ear has ever heard. So get ready for me, saith the Lord. Okay, so I want to go over something the Lord said in this prophetic word. Remember, he said, this is a time to walk by faith and not by sight. He says this in 2 Corinthians in chapter 5 and verse 7. For we walk by faith. This is the amplified version. We regulate our lives and conduct ourselves by our conviction or belief. Respecting man's relationship to God and divine things. With trust and holy fervor. Thus we walk not by sight or by appearance. How many of these prophetic words has he said? That we walk by faith and not by sight. He said don't go by things how they appear to be. Because they're not. He says remember in 2 Corinthians 4. 16 through 18. He talks about the things which are seen are temporary or fleeting and subject to change. These things that we see today are subject to change. Now, as I was listening to this prophetic word while I was playing it for you, tears were in my eyes again because I could just feel the love of Almighty God because this is what it's all about. These prophetic words are not about us. They're about what God wants. His plans, his purposes, the love that he has for his people, the plans that he has for his people. He just wants his people to trust in him. Don't trust in man. Don't trust in your feelings. He wants us to get back to our faith and trusting in him. Why? Because he is a good God. He's absolutely good. He is a God who delivers. He's a God who saves. Remember in the prophetic word yesterday, 
He's the same. I, he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He's the I am that I am. And we remember also, it says in Psalm, I have so many scriptures up right now that I want to give to you. In Psalm 75 and verse 7. But God is the judge. He puts down one and lifts up another. He's in the scripture that our enemies have done everything they could. They've tried to destroy. They have tried to overtake. They have tried to smother out the light in the body of Christ and in the station. And he says they can't. They might have dimmed it some. But they can't take it out. Why? Because remember, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. They can't destroy the greater one on the inside of us. They can't do it because he is the most high God. He's also giving me another scripture right now. Um, I wasn't planning on this one. But again... These are his words and not mine. And one of the things that he says in 1 John 5. Now I've given this scripture out recently, but 1 John 5 in verse 1. Everyone who believes, adheres to, trusts, relies on the fact that Jesus is the Christ and Messiah is born again, a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father also loves the born of him as offspring. So those who believe and have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, this is for you. This is verse four. Whoever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is a victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Remember to walk by faith and not by sight. Walking by trusting in God, not trusting in the five physical senses, not trusting in those things of the world. We trust in God and God alone. And that's why we have to magnify God. That's why we have to focus on him. That's why we have to get in our word. That's why and I can tell you this all the time. Don't trust in just what I am saying. Get into your the word of God. Get into your prayer closets or wherever you pray and start asking God, God, what do you want me to know? about these prophetic words. What do you want me to know about this very day and this very hour? What do you want me to say about these situations in my life? What do you want me to say, Father God, the situations in the world? What do you want me to do? The whole point is that God wants to have an intimate relationship with each and every one of his children, not through us in the fivefold ministry. Yes, we're here to teach and preach and to help and guide but he wants to have a personal relationship with you. Not everybody is called into the fivefold. But even he says, my sheep hear or know my voice. So even though you may not be in the office of the fivefold ministry, you're still a child of the Most High God. He still wants to have a personal relationship with you. My sheep. Know my voice. You need to pray for your spiritual ears to hear. Now, again, it's not an audible voice. I mean, some people hear it sometimes. Don't pray for that. <laughs> Don't. I'm serious. Just pray that you, you, your spiritual ears, not your natural ear, your spiritual ears are open to hear. When you are reading the word of God, that is his truth. That is his word for you. 
That's his will for you. It shows you his love. It shows you his plan. It shows you his purpose. It will show you that you are more than a conqueror. It will show you what Jesus has already done. It will show you that. So I'm going to read 1 John 5 and verse 5. Who is it that is victorious over the world, that conquers the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on that fact? We need to trust and rely on the fact that Jesus, that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus. Our focus should be on Jesus. I know there's a lot of things going on in the world today. There's even a lot of things going on in the body of Christ today. That will get people to question, get people to get into confusion, saying, what do we believe, Lord? What do we believe? What, which person in the body of Christ to believe? You believe God. We're all human beings. And not one of us is perfect. Not one. But what you need to do is seek first and foremost, you seek God. Our adversary is trying to cause much division in our country, in the nations around the world. And of course, he's trying to cause division in the body of Christ. That's what our adversary does. Because a house divided against itself cannot stand. So what do we do when there's division? What do we do when there's confusion like this? What do we do when people are going, Which, who do I believe? Believe God. Pray for unity. Pray for truth. Don't get offended. Don't get angry. Pray for the truth. That's all this ministry wants. Is for people to know the truth. What God wants for you for this very day and this very hour. To be free from every situation that you are going through. That's the purpose. Many people are getting confused, overwhelmed, burdened down with cares. They don't know what to do. You seek first and foremost, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Seek him. Again, these prophetic words. Go seek him. Ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do about them? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to believe? Don't rely on any person. Rely on our Savior. Lean on to him. Trust him. Remember, Whoever is born, whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this prophetic word talks about that God is bringing us that victory. He's cleaning out the people who are against us. He's removing them. Again, he's a God. He's a judge over all the earth. I'm going to read another scripture to you that he had me. He has me in a lot of different ones um, today. And... <clears throat> I think I accidentally closed one of the pages, so just give me one minute. Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. 
For if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek, crave, require of necessity my face, turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and what? Heal their land. He talks about the rise of his eagle. The United States of America is a beacon of light into this world. No one's going to put that light out. You say, Julie, there's no wickedness going on in this land. Yeah, there is. But if we pray, we seek, we focus, we trust in Almighty God more than we trust in what we see, He will honor. Remember what happened with Abraham and Sodom and Gomorrah? He was, he would have saved Sodom and Gomorrah if Abraham would have said, if you find less than 10 people, I believe if you said, if you were to find two righteous people, Lord, save them, save them, God, save them. He would have done it. But Abraham stopped at 10. God didn't do, do those things against Sodom and Gomorrah until he spoke with Abraham. And Abraham said 50, find 50 righteous. And there wasn't, find 40 righteous. And there wasn't, and so on and so on. If we just pray, Seek after, focus on Almighty God. Not the problem. Stop talking about the problem. If we complain, we remain. God will always give you the words on what to say. And then if you read Second Chronicles, I would love to get into this whole story. But with Jehoshaphat, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> if you read Second Chronicles 2020, listen to this. Now, they were under attack. They were going to be attacked by so many different enemies. They would not have been able to defeat them because they were overwhelmed. They were outnumbered, you would say, outgunned. I mean, they didn't have guns back then, but you know what I mean. They had, their enemies had more weapons. So what did Jehoshaphat say? In, verse, in 2 Chronicles 20 and verse 2, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria, and they were in and then it goes on and on and on. And it says, Je Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. This is verse 3. And proclaimed a fast throughout of, of Judea or Judah. So instead of getting in total fear, he said, you know what? We're going to pray. We're going to fast. We're going to seek God and see what he says and what he wants us to do. Now, it goes on. It's a powerful. Go read Second Chronicles 20. Go read all of it. It's a powerful chapter. Very powerful. I love this, especially when I'm facing certain, certain, I'll get it right, certain situations in my own life. I've read this, I don't even know how many times. But in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 15, this is the latter part of the verse. Do not be afraid or nor dismayed because of this great multitude. Don't be afraid or dismayed because of great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but whose? But God's. Who do we trust in? Who is our victory? God. God is our victory. Jehovah Nissi, Nissi our banner or our victory. <clears throat> Jump down to verse 17. You will not need to fight this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with us wherever we go because he will never leave us nor forsake us. That's why God says over and over in his word, do not 
fear. Now, jump down to uh, Chronicles 2020, the latter part of that verse. Again, I'm trying to save time here. Believe in the Lord your God, you shall be established. Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. There are always prophets in the land. Whether people say that, believe it or not, he'll always have prophets because God will always speak. Always. Remember, God's the same yesterday, day, and forever. If he used prophets before, he's using prophets again. No matter what any other person says, what does the Bible say? Then it says, verse 22, when they began to sing and praise to the Lord, set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. What did he do? The key. Now when they began to sing and to praise, what do we do during certain situations in our life? We sing and we praise. We give sacrifices, praise of worship to Almighty God. And what happens? It destroys the enemy. Our enemies don't want us to sing and praise. Look what they did with 2020. They tried to shut our mouths. They tried to shut down our churches. They didn't want us singing and praising. Because it stops. It destroys the enemy. It always has and it always will. The enemy doesn't know what to do when you're praising and worshiping God. When they want you to be sulking, feeling sorry for yourself, and angry, and oppressed, and depressed, and all these different things. When you're not, when you're trusting in God. Now what? So when Judah came to the place overlooking, this is 2 Chronicles 20, verse 24. So when Judah came to the place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and there was their dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. The enemies defeated themselves. Jehoshaphat and his team didn't even have to fight. One little bit. When they were singing and praising and worshiping or trusting God, not trusting what they saw, not trusting the circumstances, they trusted God and they praised and worshiped and their enemy defeated themselves. What does God want us to do? What does God want us to do? Praise and worship him, focus in him, and the enemy will defeat themselves. And then verse 25, when Jehoshaphat and his people came to the take away the spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables and the dead bodies and precious jewelry, which they stripped off of themselves, more than they could carry away. And there were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. Why did I read that? What's our focus supposed to be on right now? Not on confusion, not on the distractions, not on what our enemy wants us to believe, not on what the enemy is doing. Focus on what God is saying. That's why he has prophets in the land. So people know what God is saying about the situations going on in the world. To get them focused on his truth. Get them focused on what he is going to do. Now, I'm going to go back over this word. I played it on a video that I just showed you earlier. Now I'm actually going to read it. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the last paragraph. So my children stand up today. What's he telling us to do? Don't give up hope. Don't give up. Stand up today and receive what I'm about to do. Because the people that you see, who we see, we're seeing all the enemies, all the destruction. We're seeing the governments around the world. We're seeing the one world government. We're seeing all their yes men. We're seeing all of their plans, all their laws, all the things they want to do. They want to magnify it. They want to intimidate you. Just like Goliath did with the, um, with the Israelites. He intimidated, he intimidated, he intimidated, and so they ran and scattered. They didn't do anything about it until David came. Now, I'm taking the roof off. 
what? He's gonna, he is going to expose everything that has been hidden. I'm going to expose those traitors. I'm going to expose those treasonous acts. I will expose everything that they have done to you. And you will see justice being served. It will be just like the, my children in Egypt saw. God's children saw God's judgment or the plagues against Egypt. Egypt saw what God was doing against them. Okay. And he says, they saw it. My children, when they were in Egypt, they were freed from it. They saw the justice. They saw it. Um, they saw what I did for them. They saw my judgment on their enemy. And you are about to see what I'm about to do. So get ready. Get ready. Get ready. He says it three times. Get ready for what? For him. Get ready for me, he says. Get ready for me. This is the fourth time he said it. Because you are about to see the great I am. <clears throat> move my hand. I will move it in a way that nobody has seen and no ear has ever heard. So get ready for me. So I want to go over. He says, listen, but I am starting with my light. This country is a light and the beacon in this world, and it will shine. They try to dim it out, he says. There's been people that have been trying to smother it out. They tried, they tried really hard. They did everything they could, but you have me in you, and they can't take that light out. They can't destroy God. Remember, he's undefeated. If we're focusing on this, if we're focusing on that God is undefeated, we're focusing on him and him alone, that he is a judge over all the earth, that he is a most high God, then we will not fear. We will not be dismayed. We won't get in confusion. It's so important right now not to be confused. Satan is the author of confusion, period, the end. He's been bringing much fear and confusion in this earth, but people don't know what to believe. Now, I know it's hard for people to believe in these words right now because of the harshness. The children of Israel, it was hard for them to believe that I was going to save them. And they could not have thought the way I was going to do it. They could not have imagined. Because our thoughts are not his thoughts and our ways are not his ways. That's in Isaiah 55. But God, his word does not return to him void. They don't. He says he promises to deliver you out of it all. He promises to deliver. He promises to deliver. I'm saying this again over and over. He promises to deliver. He hears the cries of his people. He promises to deliver you out of it all. I uh, Psalms 34, 17 and 19. Read those scriptures over and over and over again. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 7. Over and over and over again. He always hears the cries of his people. Always. He's not going to change. He did it before. He'll do it again. He's no respecter of persons. We just have to know who God is and not who they say he is. So he says that, <clears throat> excuse me, that I was going to save them and they could not have thought the way I was going to do it. I promise you what I'm about to do for you, saith the Lord, is much better. It's much greater because I'm not just saving this nation. I'm saving the nations around the world. He's not just talking about this nation. Yes, he's going to save this nation first. You've heard me say that over and over. He is saving the United States of America. No enemy can shut that up. No enemy can stop it. I don't care what they try to say or do. Nothing will change the plan of Almighty God. How is he going to do it? I don't know. The children of Israel didn't know either. So what do you do? Why do you say to walk by faith and not by sight? Because our natural mind can't even imagine what God is going to do. 
We just trust him that he is bigger than situations that we face. So many people will tell you that I have just left you to be. That God's forsaken us. God's not changing anything. He's not going to do anything. Things are going to stay the way they are, and we just have to deal with it. So many people are saying that in the body of Christ right now. I cannot believe that they're saying that. Since when does God ever do that? He doesn't. He doesn't leave you without hope or the good news. He doesn't leave you without freedom or deliverance because he promises it in his word. He said, so many people will tell you that I have just left you to be. But I, I am not that God. He's our deliverer. It's his in his name. He is the great I am. I've exposed your CIA just a little bit. He's going to start exposing them even greater. I've exposed your FBI just a little bit. He's going to expose them even greater. I'm exposing the NSA. I'm exposing all in DC. Well, you've seen just a little bit of what I'm about to do, what I'm going to do. The documents that will come, we just need a little bit of those documents. There's many more that are coming to surface. The videos that will come, that cannot be denied. He told us that before. You will not be denied. You will not be denied. What? Your freedoms, your truth, the ones that God has for you. His truth will not be denied. So you will not be denied. Your freedom, your right, your liberty that God has set before us. Everything that he has for you will not be denied. So I misspoke when I said your truth. It's God's truth. That's what I meant to say. But they will not be denied. Or they will be denied. Excuse me. They will. Our enemies will be denied. What? Their power over us. Overtake us. He said to overtake you, to keep you where you, where they want you. They want you enslaved. They want you sick. They want you in fear. They want to overwhelm you. They want you in depression. They want you in confusion. They want you to be under their submission and their control. God says, no, they are being denied. Just like Pharaoh, Pharaoh said, I'm not letting your people go. I don't really give a crap what you'd say and what you do. I don't give a crap what your God does. Now I'm putting it in my words, but he's like, I don't care. I don't care. God denied him the ability. He denied him the power. He denied him to have what he wanted. And God released his people. So my children get ready because there is a shaking going on. But with that shaking, there is a deliverance. With that shaking, you will see me. You will see the great I am. You will see your Red Sea moments. You will see things that will not be able to believe your eyes. I have saved. I have saved. I have saved. And he repeats himself. I have saved. My son came. Jesus came to do what? To save. And he saved. He said it again. And he saved. He wants people to get. He saved. His name is above every name in this earth. No matter what it is. Jesus' name is above all names. He saved. I am the same God, even though religion will tell you that I'm not. God is the same God. Yesterday, today, and forever. And if anybody tells you that he's not, they're lying. They may not understand the lie. Maybe they not even know. Jesus even said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. That was when he was on the cross. People that, some people just don't know. <clears throat> but then he goes on and says, excuse me. <clears throat> then he goes on to say, no man will get credit for what I'm about to do. I'm going to say that again. No man will get credit for what I'm about to do. But I promise you what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to clean out that government that's in D.C. 
I'm going to remove those people. Why? Just like God removed Pharaoh. So do as that possible. God removed Pharaoh. God's removed kings in the past. He's removed the enemies of Almighty God. Look at how many enemies that you're that God's people came up against, and not one prospered. Unless and and the time that God said go or let my people go, God said enough is enough. That was it. It looked like God's people were always on the losing side, and then God showed up just like that. I'll remove the ones who betrayed you. I'll remove the ones who have stolen from you. I'll remove the ones who have killed you because I am the judge over all the earth. I just read you that in Psalm 75. There's many more scriptures. I just read you one. I will take them. I will bring up the ones. I will take them down. And I'll bring up the ones that I've handpicked for this very time. Go read Psalm 75. When I just read to you. I am doing these things that you don't know. I'm doing things that you don't know. Excuse me. And this is where my children need to walk by faith and not by sight. I just read you that scripture also. When I heard the cries of my people in the land of Egypt, I've heard more of my people cry now. The blood of so many men and women cry out to me. The blood is asking me to avenge you. It's asking for deliverance. It's asking for justice. And I promise you that I'm God, the God of justice. I know that many things have failed you. Men have failed you. Your courses have failed you. Your election system looks like it failed. But I won't fail. God's a sure thing. He won't fail. I will come when you least expect it. I will come in the midst of great sorrow. I will come in a way you didn't ask because I am that way. He's a way, the truth in life. He's a way maker. The way I'm going to do it is much better and so much more of a celebration it will bring. So God, remember, God is the God over all the earth. And remember when he heard the blood Abel speak to him after Cain killed him? The blood cried out to him. Because he even said that to Cain. The blood speaks to God today. It's asking for justice and God's saying it's going to be served. It looks like your nation is dying. It looks like all the sacrifices for all the men and women who served, it looks like it was for nothing. But I promise you, it's not for nothing. I promise you at the other side of this darkness, at the other side of this test and trial, at the other side of this, I promise you there is deliverance. There is freedom. There's a new nation, a nation that so many people have prayed for. Millions of people around the world are praying for this nation still today. God will honor the prayers of his people. A nation of world, the world is standing for. A nation the world is standing for. The world knows if the United States of America goes down, the whole world goes down. This nation is my nation. The United States of America is my eagle, and I will not let it fall. What you're seeing is a death of the nation that the world government wanted and the one that they infiltrated and tried to destroy. They tried to destroy the plan of Almighty God. And it went on our noses for a long time. We had no idea about it. But God is now exposing it all. And that, that nation that they wanted this nation to be, that is the one being destroyed. Children of Almighty God, I have not and I will not ever forsake you. I know the times have been tough and I know things look rough right now, but I promise you that there is light at the end of this darkness. I am the light. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. He is everything we need him to be. There's also one scripture I want to read before I start praying. <clears throat> I had this open before and he has me reading it now. This is Jeremiah 33 and verse 11. And this is the amplified version of this scripture. 
There shall be a herd again, the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. The voices of those who sing as they bring sacrifices of thanksgiving to the house of the Lord. Give praise and thanks to the Lord of hosts. Remember, thanksgiving and praise. Remember 2 Chronicles 2020? Thanksgiving and praise. It's important. Give, give praise and thanks to the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy, kindness, and steadfast love endure forever. Not for a time. Religion will tell you it's only for the beginning of the stages of the, of the church, the body of Christ. Forever. It doesn't change. For I will cause the captivity of the land. We've been under captivity. I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed and return to be as it was the first, saith the Lord. There's nothing new under the sun. Our enemies have always been trying to destroy freedom. They've always been trying to destroy God's bloodline. They've been trying to destroy God's plan. They've been trying to overthrow, overthrow, overrule God. It will never work. It hasn't before and it never will. Our enemies are never successful. God is the most high. He's undefeated. And that's to destroy fear right then and there. And I really, truly hope this encouraged you. And I want to pray over you today. And I don't want to pray over, uh, over you, but I want to pray over this nation. I want you guys to be in agreement with God's plan. Remember, we need to say what he needs us to say and when he needs us to say it. Heavenly Father, right now in Jesus' name, I just want to thank you and praise you that you're returning the captivity of this land. I want to thank and praise you, Father God, that the name of Jesus is above every name. I want to thank and praise you, Father God, that you are destroying every principality, every power, and every rule of the darkness of this world. I thank you that you are bringing them down like the walls of Jericho. You are bringing their plans down. You are bringing their laws down. You are bringing their power to nothing, to make no offense like you did. Like you said in your in, in the word in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 14, you have brought our enemy to nothing. You make no effect. I want to praise and thank you, Father God, that your church, your church is uniting right now in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of division. We bind the spirit of confusion. We bind it and we rebuke it right now by the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God. This is the time of the awakening of the body of Christ. Because we know the enemy knows if a house divided against itself, it cannot stand. So we thank you that we are not divided, but we are coming together. We can only come together on the sole purpose of your name and your sacrifice and your blood, and your blood covenant for us, Father God. We want to praise and thank you that there's a, we, there's a uniting in the body of Christ today. We want to praise and thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I want to praise and thank you, Father God, that righteous indignation rises up in your people, that they get fed up. The situation that their enemy is putting them in, that they will rise up in the name and the trusting in the name of Jesus Christ, that they will no longer back off, they will no longer back down, they will no longer give up, they will no longer quit because they know the truth, and the truth will set them free. And we thank you, Father God, for it in Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Now, don't forget the live show today with Pastor David Scarlett. I know God will give us confirmations. He always does. It's a great show. I love it. I know most of you guys do too. We hear so much feedback from that. So again, it's 11 o'clock today, Central Time. I will have all that information in the description box for you. I hope this encouraged you. God loves you. I love you. God bless you and have a wonderful day.